All right, welcome back, everyone. Um, on this episode of the 9 to 5 Fitness Podcast, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. Um, and for the next few weeks, we're going to be doing a bit of a series where we um, help you how to pick the best products um, for you. So we're going to do each category, and we're going to start with uh, exercise bikes. Um, and Sydney and I have kind of compiled our top five categories or features to look at um, when you're deciding how to best uh, choose a bike for you. So uh, we'll just kind of go back and forth and I'll start with um, kind of my number one thing that you could, should consider uh, before making an exercise uh, purchase. And then um, after that, uh, Sydney will give hers and then we'll just kind of move through uh, one through Five. So let's go ahead and start off with my number one. And since it's kind of um, this kind of just the way that I think about things when I'm purchasing anything, um, is I I always make sure that I can afford the product that I'm trying to get. <laughs> um, so uh, just to give you a bit of uh, an example on what you know the current prices are for our products, starting with. Um, our cycle bikes, those can range anywhere between $200 and $1,500. If you just go looked on our website today, um, there's quite a bit of variety in terms of price range. Um, so odds are, depending on whatever your budget is, we probably have something that could fit, uh, fit your needs price-wise. Price um, for our upright bikes, um, those can cost anywhere between $170 and around $700 right now. And then our recumbent bikes, um, lowest price around 160, and then all the way up to about 690 um, for our for our highest uh, highest higher end recumbent bikes. Um, again, these are all prices before tax. So those are kind of the three price ranges for each of those product categories within our exercise bike um, catalog. So um, and just keep in mind too, um, there are significant differences between those three uh, bike categories. Um, usually the cycle bikes are the, the products you're going to want to buy if you're interested in doing uh, cycling uh, class style workouts. Um, you can still do cycling class style workouts on an upright bike. Um, it's just not going to have a few of the performance features that um, a regular cycling bike or indoor cycling bike would have. And then recumbent bikes are the a um, little bit more comfortable and stable. you got a backrest where you can recline on it. You can still get a great workout on a recumbent bike. Um, you're just going to be in a more kind of laid back, reclined position. So there are some big differences there. And odds are you probably know what kind of bike you're looking at. Um, and once you know, you know what type of workouts you're trying to get, what your needs are in terms of your fitness level, um, the next thing that I think is most important is making sure that it fits your budget. So um, spend some time, if you haven't done so already, looking through um, all the different bikes that we do have because there are a lot and uh, more than likely there's going to be one that that fits your bud budget and maybe even several that fit your budget so that's my first one make sure you can <laughs> afford what you're looking at uh, Sydney what's the what's the first one that you got so I put fit first which under that category we had kind of put um, in steam and adjustability on your bike um, 
for me, I think that's really important. I think price is really important too, but I think the longer that I've been at our company, the more I have kind of come to realize how important different qualities and aspects of the actual product are to me, especially if I was going to own something like this. I think I might be willing to go above my price range to get something that I knew was going to last me longer and that I was going to last for a long time. But that's just kind of how I look at like more expensive purchases, which I consider this would be like a more expensive purchase for me. So that's why I didn't put price at the top, but it is still important <laughs> to me. Yeah, um, that, that, I know it's that, important for a lot of people. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense, um, which is also why I put fit at number two. Um, and yeah, it's, it's totally common. And, you know, sometimes when you may not, may not be able to, um, afford something and you're, you're trying to maybe put something on credit or, um, you know, break something up into payments, if that's an option for you. Uh, I mean, you always got to look at it as it's an investment, a long-term investment, um, in your health. So, you know, it's not like you're just buying something that you're going to use for a moment and then, um, it's going to disappear. This is this is a long-term investment. So if you're you know if you're somebody that's okay with spending a little bit more um, because you know it's going to be a long-term investment, then yeah, I can see why some people would kind of reach for a little more higher-end product if they're trying to get something that they're going to use for a really long time. So completely understandable. Um, so my number two is fit, and when, again, when we're talking about how the bike uh, fits you as well, so um, bike fitting, uh, the first thing you're usually going to look at is the inseam length or range of the product that you're looking at. Um, this is very important because if you don't know what your inseam is and you buy a product that doesn't fit your leg length properly, uh, it's going to be very uncomfortable to use and it's going to be very difficult to use well um, and you may not be able to use it well at all. Um, usually, this is more of an issue for those that are um, taller. Um, so if you have longer uh, longer leg lengths, um, it could be difficult for you to find a bike that will fit your leg length. So uh, incredibly important to make sure that before you buy any product, you're looking at um, the inseam range and making sure you know your inseam um, so you can buy a bike that will fit you properly. Um, we have some articles on inseam length, and we'll make sure to post those uh, links in the show notes. But um, simply put, the way to measure your inseam is to uh, measure the distance between the inner part of your groin all the way down to your heel with your legs straight. Um, measure that in inches, and then you'll be easily able to find uh, the bike inseam range on the website. Every product, every bike is going to have an inseam length listed on the product details. And so you can make sure that your inseam uh, value fits within that range. So incredibly important. Um, it's difficult to work out comfortably uh, if the inseam doesn't fit your range. The other thing that you want to make sure that um, you're aware of is your need for adjustability. So this changes a little bit. It's the most important with the uh, indoor cycle bikes. Because if you're somebody that's a little bit more used to um, working out in different performance positions, um, if you're you know, in more of an aerodynamic position where your forearms are on the handlebars, if you're in a climbing position, if you like to switch up your grips, 
Um, you're going you're gonna to have a preference on where your handlebars are in association to your torso. Um, so it's incredibly important to make sure that the bike fits you properly, uh, not only for you know, comfort reasons, but also for performance reasons. If you're not um, fit properly to your bike, it's going to be very difficult for you to um, increase uh, the strength and power uh, of your riding. So um, when we talk about adjustability for cycle bikes, that's whether or not your bike seat will adjust up and down and forward and back. And then the same thing for the handlebars. Um, the handlebars have the ability to adjust up and down or forward and back. If your bike, um, if the bike you're looking at can do both of those things, we call that four-way adjustable for the seat and the handlebars. Um, that's going to be common on a lot of our indoor cycle bikes. Most of them will have four-way adjustable seats and two-way adjustable up and down handlebars. Um, there's, a, there's a variety of them that have four-way adjustable seat and four-way adjustable handlebars, which will give you the most um, adjustability to kind of fit your body uh, specifically for what you need. And then um, the upright bikes will have a uh, adjustability in their seat, um, but will not have an adjustability on their handlebars because you're in a little bit more of an upright riding position. And usually you're not transitioning between different handlebar grips during your ride. That doesn't mean you can't. There are some bikes where you can go up off the saddle into a climbing position on an upright bike, um, but for the most part, you're staying seated, uh, which is why um, an upright bike with a up and down adjustment capability is really the only primary factor uh, for upright bikes. And then recumbent bikes, um, usually they just slide forward and back to make sure that you are matching uh, your leg length comfortably. So adjustability and inseam, making sure that you know your inseam and making sure it fits in the inseam range of the product you wanna buy. And then also knowing what type of adjustability you're looking for. Um, you know, if you're somebody that needs a little bit more detailed fit to your product, then you're probably gonna to wanna to look at a bike that has four-way adjustability in the seat and four-way adjustability in the handlebars as well. So that was my number two. What's yours, uh, your number two? Um, my number two is performance. Oh, all right. I know. See, I really care about making sure that I have a monitor that I like. Specifically, I really, if I was going to buy a bike, which let me just tell you, I've been thinking about it. So this has been high <laughs> on my mind. If I was going to buy a bike, I would really care about having a monitor that has cadence on it. Um, because I, I just feel like that number is super valuable. You know, I can kind of you know, watch myself and make sure like, oh, hey, it's an easy way for me to check. I need to speed up or I can slow down. Like I'm trying to recover. Why am I going so fast kind of thing? So that's super important to me. Um, that category also includes like the type of pedals and the handlebar design, which I feel like all of those are so important to me. I love being able to change up my grips. I love having like a very specific feel to the handlebars. I'm so picky, but we have tons <laughs> of bikes that I love. So, you know, hey. Yeah, I, I get it. So that's where, so we have a big difference on uh, kind of where we put performance. Because my number, I put performance at number four, and you put yours at number two. So we'll talk about that a little bit more and why I dropped mine down a little bit further. Um, but obviously, it's still in the top five, so it's still really important. So anyway. Um, 
so my number three, so moving down, mine, my first was price and then fit. And now we're going to in my number three, which is going to be comfort. Now, um, comfort, this is kind of more like a you know personal feel that I try to get. Whoa, what is going on over there? What was that? Are you okay? <laughs> is there a thunderstorm? Did you hear something? Oh, wait, oh, on my side? I don't know. It was like a thunderstorm. Oh, well, I am outside, so we have, like, trucks pulling out people's products every two minutes. I <laughs> was really loud. Anyway. Oops, sorry. <laughs> back to the comfort. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, my uh, my number three was, or is, uh, the comfort of the product. So, um, I've ridden a lot of bikes. Um, I've done a lot of indoor cycling. I've done it in classes. I've taught them. Uh, you know, I, I ride a mountain bike, so I completely understand that if you're not com if you don't get on the product and you sit down on it, and you're gonna know immediately whether or not, oh, this feels good, I can work with it, or oh man, that's that's really not comfortable at all. And it's just not going to put you in a good place um, long term to enjoy your workout if you don't have a little bit of comfort uh, in the products that you're using. So um, that's why I put number three uh, as kind of, uh, you know, a little bit more important than performance just because um, no matter what kind of bike it is, no matter how expensive it is, um, if it fits you perfectly, if the seat if the seat just doesn't feel good, you're not you're not gonna feel good about riding that product for a long time. So, um, I choose to look for products that have a little bit more of a cushion uh, in the seat. Usually, um, a product that also has a little bit bigger uh, tailbone relief area. And usually, when you look at a seat, you'll see kind of a little. Um, a, a cutout or a little valley or a little even a little hole completely through the seat uh, that will give you a good uh, tailbone relief zone um, so I think that's incredibly important just because um, so generally speaking standing on a bike seat isn't the most comfortable thing in the world um, but having that little extra cushion is extremely important because it just makes you feel better about riding your product um, a little bit longer uh, the next thing about uh, comfort and is a seat type. So if you're choosing a product and you know, you're just not comfortable with uh, the performance seat, the real narrow uh, kind of tapered seats, there are products that do have wider cushioned seats. So if that's something you're a little bit more comfortable of, you just really don't like those really small, narrow performance seats. Um, there are products that do have wider and more cushioned seats that'll make you feel a little bit more stable and you'll just enjoy uh, sitting on that type of pad uh, more than the performance seats. And then pretty much all of our recumbent bikes have great uh, cushion and support. So usually that's not really a problem um, for those uh, recumbent bikes. So number three, comfort. I'm all about comfort when I'm working out hard. I still want to feel a little bit comfortable <laughs> and, not, and not completely uh, terrible during the whole oh, workout. <laughs> You know, I can't blame you because working out can be very uncomfortable at times. Um, All right, but you got it, number three. I also put comfort. So we were on the same wavelength here, but the only reason that I put it below performance for me was because when I first started riding cycle bikes, 
I mean, this is going to be a little bit different for all of the different types of bikes because recumbent bikes, I feel like that should be comfortable from the start. But with a cycle bike, it took me some time for like, this might be too much information, but sometimes when you sit on the seats and you ride for like, you know, 30 minutes and you haven't ever done that, you tend to get kind of sore. Um, Oh yeah. And it is uncomfortable for like the first few rides until your body gets used to it. So for me, I put it a little bit lower than performance. I mean, comfort is still really important to me, but I feel like it's one of those things that can also be developed over time as your body gets used to the seat. And I feel like that's super important for beginners to realize is that, especially for cycle bikes, is like your comfort will improve over time. Yeah, I I agree. That that was a a good point too, because yeah, even if you are a an avid avid rider if you ride a lot uh, if you take a long enough break you're gonna hop back on your bike and you're gonna be sore again so (laughs) uh, i completely understand all right so my number four i have performance and um just to kind of clarify why i why performance for me isn't a little bit higher um all of those uh, little features that are on a bike like handlebar design, um, the monitor that you're using, um, you know, the types of pedals that you're using, um, whether or not your product has, you know, a caged foot pedal or if it has, um, you know, an SPD compatible foot clip system, um, you know, no matter what it is, usually when you get a product, you're going to be able to use that product to get a good workout, regardless of how technical, um, you know, technically, or I'm sorry, regardless of how much technology the product has. Um, so you could have a super teched out bike and it still depends on how you use it, right? If you, if you have a, you know, $10,000, you know, super techie bike, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have a better workout on it. You still have to use it properly, uh, in order to get a great workout. So, the same is true on, you know, maybe a lower cost item that doesn't have a fancy monitor. It doesn't have, you know, you know, six different positions for you to put your, your hands in different handlebar positions. You can still get a great workout with a bike that is low tech um, without all the bells and whistles. So that's kind of why I put those performance um Uh, features a little bit lower i mean it's still in the top five so it's still an important thing because obviously you know if you want to track your performance a little bit better yeah you're going to need to know what your cadence is or your rpms are Um, you're going to want to know what your speed is you're going to want to know your distance your calories burned um so you know it just kind of depends on you know how uh how much information you need in order to determine whether or not you've had a good workout but if you're just somebody that wants, you know, something to get on and do 30 minutes of cardio with, uh, you don't need a product that has, you know, the latest and greatest tech on it to get a good workout. Um, so that's kind of why I put performance at number four. <laughs> I agree with that. That's a really good point. Um, yeah, because I think even our, even our most expensive um, or one of our higher end products, um, it doesn't have a monitor. But, I mean, it has, it's a great build. It's super sturdy. It looks awesome. But it does have a monitor. So you can still get a great workout on it. You're still going to feel great with that product. It's going to last you a really long time. Um, 
that does not matter. So yeah. you, don't, you don't always need the tech in order to get, you know, an effective workout. I guess that's my main point. Yeah, I mean, I actually agree with that, too. And I think the more that I ride bikes, I realize and I learn more about myself and my body and kind of, I mean, I think having a monitor in the first place has helped me kind of figure out, like, okay, this is what this cadence feels like. Okay, like, you know, that kind of thing. So now I can kind of hop on any bike and feel like I know exactly what kind of workout I'm getting. But even if you don't start off with a monitor, like, you'll learn those things over time about your body and how it's responding to your workouts. Yes. All right. We're coming down to the end. What's your number four? My number four was price. So it wasn't the last thing on the list, (laughs) but I wanted to make sure that I got, you know, kind of, you know, the right fitting bike, the comfortable, the performance kind of features that I wanted on there. And then take into account the price, because I feel like to me, this is kind of cheesy, but you can't put a price on the quality that you want or need in this kind of item. At least for me. Like, if it's going to be something that I hold on to for a long time, like I said earlier, I really want it to be, you know, the exact quality that I'm looking for and to have the features that I feel like are important for me to keep continuing to enjoy my workouts for years and years to come. Yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I agree. Um, all right, last one. So, do we have? Do we both? Do we have the same number five? <laughs> yeah, I put this one as number five. Okay, so <laughs> extra extra features. <laughs> um, so again, these these are important, right? Just because they're number five doesn't mean we don't care about them. Um, you know, there's there's still a lot of good benefits that you can uh, have from different features that different products have. So. Um, just three of the more common ones uh, that we have on a lot of our products. Number one is, uh, or number one out of the features that I have listed is the water bottle holder. And obviously that's really convenient to have to make sure that you're staying hydrated during your longer workouts and your longer rides. Um, and then things like device holders, you know, if you're, you know, want somewhere to have, uh, you know, your phone or your tablet hands-free so you can enjoy your music or if you can enjoy you know, a, a super awesome workout that we have for you on YouTube, then you can do that easily with the device holders that are on some of our products. Not all of them have that, um, but a lot of them do. And then on some of our newer products, you can also find uh, dumbbell holders. So if you want to add some resistance training to your workouts as well, there's an easy place for you to store dumbbells on your product. So it really kind of gives you um, you know, all of those features that you're looking for that uh, not necessarily affect, um, you know, the workout that you're going to get, but they will be an added benefit. Um, so if you're going to take off those features off of the product, you can still get a great workout on it. Uh, but if you had them, they're going to help you. So that's kind of why I put it down that low is that they are kind of a bonus. And uh, they're not going to be a, it's not going to make or break the quality of your workout. Um, but they are really nice to have and you will, you will see a lot of benefit from them um, if you use them, of course. So have anything to add, add to that for number five? I know we both had number five. No, yeah, I really felt the same. Like, you know, it, they, they're all nice things to have, but they're not essential. And like you said, like you can still get a really great workout without those things on your bike and make do without. Yeah. All right. So 
this is kind of like our how to choose the best bike for you uh, episode. We're going to do rowers, we're going to do ellipticals, uh, we're going to do steppers, and we'll do some specialty products as well. Just to recap the five things that we uh, presented in, in different orders, but they're still really important. Um, obviously, make sure something you you can find that's within your price range, um, unless you want to invest in yourself a little bit more. That's fine too. Um, go for the bigger purchase uh, if you know it's going to be something you're looking to use, you know, for a long time. It's definitely going to uh, be worth your while for sure. Uh, and then making sure it fits you. Um, you know, knowing your inseam is incredibly important. Again, um, I'll try. To, I'll make sure to post that article for you. So if you need more information on how to do that. Um, adjustability as well um, in the fit portion, uh, comfort, making sure that you're picking a product that is um, something that you're comfortable with. You know, if, if you've never sat on a uh, performance seat and you're trying to buy a cycle bike um, that just doesn't have a seat that has a lot of cushion on it, uh, make sure you consider that before making a purchase. Um, and then the performance aspects of the product. Uh, if you are somebody that needs a monitor, then make sure that you look for a product that has a monitor that's going to track the workout specs that you need. Um, looking at the handlebar design as well. And, uh, you know, if, if you prefer a specific type of pedal, if you're somebody that has cycling shoes and you want to be able to clip into your product, um, you know, choosing a bike that has the, the ability for you to clip in uh, might be a higher priority for you. And then lastly, um, any extra features that you know you may or may not think is vital to your purchase. You know, maybe you won't buy a product if it doesn't have a device holder. Uh, maybe you really need a product that has dumbbell holders. Um, you know, make sure that you're just uh, considering what your priorities are uh, within these top five categories so that you can make the best choice for you. So hopefully this helps. Those are kind of like our professional opinion on what things matter the most when you're looking to choose and uh, buy a bike. And uh, we'll make sure to uh, bring you similar information on our next category, which um, I believe we're going to go over the rowers. So talk about Ooh. rowers next. Fun. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We will see you next time. Stay strong out there. See you guys.